Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I am the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. He's back. I'm back He's for back. today. Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah for now. You need to take off again. I was supposed to. Oh yeah? Yeah, they tried to get me to go back out. I got an email this week that was like, yeah, yeah, it was great meeting you in England. Uh, can you meet there again in two weeks? <laughs> I was like, No. <laughs> No. So they're flying out here. Good. Yeah. That's how you do it. Which still creates a lot of extra time for you. A lot of extra time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 So they're coming in for meetings this week. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's how I do. Yeah. How I do. Well, listen, um, we are doing a giveaway. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. And we're excited about this giveaway. This is good stuff. We are mm. partnering with Particular Baptist Heritage Books and uh, doing a giveaway for our listeners. Uh, PBHB are publishing these beautiful editions of the first and second London confessions of faith. Mm. And uh, we're giving away two of each. So there's going to be two winners. You're going to get each. These are uh, one each. These are hardcover, cloth bound, really nicely put together editions of the confessions. They've got, uh, you know, the scripture references and all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, now these, they publish it with either King James verses or New King James verses. So obviously we went with New King James verses. Obviously. Uh, obviously. obviously. And uh, we're, we're super pumped. Jimmy, if they want to enter for a chance to win this stuff this week, what do they do? Yeah, to enter uh, the giveaway, hop on to Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, even the TikTok. That's right. And share how Doctrine and Devotion is an encouragement to you. And be sure to include the hashtag. You say hashtag, right? You go, yeah, you say, you say the hashtag. Hashtag is hashtag PBHB Confessions. Ooh. Dot. Yeah. <laughs> There's no dot. That's just the end of the sentence. We're going to pick two winners by Friday, October 28th at 10 p.m. We will announce those winners on Monday, October 31st. Mm. Halloween, it's going to be good. There we go. Awesome. So get on that. We got all this in the show notes, so you can yep, check it out. Yep, there. yep, yep. So Jimmy. And he even has the dot. It has the dot, too. We have, uh, you know, it's it's Pastor Appreciation Month. Oh, that's right. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. So, and our people appreciate you. Oh, what just happened? No, our people appreciate you. Church, you know, like like this ashtray right here. Mm-hmm. This was uh, given to us by one of our, uh, one of the sweet ladies at our church. Mm. Uh, she She's like, this is such a cool ashtray. And I just thought it would be great because I know you guys you know, enjoy your cigars. So that, that was, was great. Very nice. So very nice. The showers. Yep. Brought us cookies. Oh, that's nice. Now they brought cookies specifically for Pat. Mm. Cookies specifically for me. Yeah. And cookies specifically for you. Now, let me show you what they brought me. Oh, what's going on? I'll have pictures of these up so we can see. These are the cookies they brought me. Four. <laughs> I already wow. ate one. Aren't wow. Those, great? Wow. They're, those they're, are nice. They're little sugar cookies with wow. detailed, awesome looking cigars. Oh, let me take a top. photo of that. I, yeah. Know, yeah, yeah, I just want to get a photo. Go ahead. Keep so going. that's what they got me. Uh huh. And then. These are the ones they got you. These are just for you. These are they had you in mind. Now tell me how thoughtful this is. All right, we're gonna go through these uh, piece by piece. Wait, there's more. Oh, that's good. Oh, what is that? we, that, that's the world's best boss from the uh, office. It's a mug, a cookie mug. That's Dwight's T-shirt. How cool is that this? That is good. That's good. <laughs> Dang! Wow, they put. Okay, I don't get this. Look at how much. What is that? <laughs> it's Pretzel Day. I don't know what that is. It's an episode where, oh. yeah, it's a, Pretzel Day is an episode. And yeah, it's fantastic. Okay, but this is my favorite one. 
<laughs> says podcast wife. Yes, yes. So uh, you're the podcast wife. Uh, that's well. This is very nice. Are those very, great very, cookies? Great. That's super so cool. Kind. Now the truth is, we each got four. That that's an extra one. Podcast wife. So I guess it's left open to interpretation. Oh, that's right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, very nice. Thank you so much. Showers were awesome. They, they're super. Like that's, they look great. I can't believe like they just they did all the the office stuff for you. Oh, super man. cool. See, people know our people know us, and they love they they, yeah. they appreciate us. Yep. I uh, I've been in churches where you don't feel. Or no, you're appreciated. Yeah, yeah. No, I. It's funny because they used to like do this thing where they would like take up a special offering throughout the month and then like give us like a a check, and it was always like, well, thank you guys, but we did, you don't need to do that. We know we're appreciated. Yeah, yeah. So we finally told them to stop doing that. We don't mm-hmm. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, and so now they, they just people in the church just send cards or whatever, uh, give us an ashtray, <laughs> whatever cookies, uh, but like cookies, bourbon, cigars. I, they don't need to. They don't need to do anything because we know that that we're appreciated. We appreciate you guys, and uh, it's just awesome. So. Mm-hmm. Super cool. Well, Jimmy, like you've been busy and you're not really on social media, though somebody no, has. No, I am horrible on social you, media. You, you miss the stuff because you miss a lot of things. I miss a lot. Now, um, I, I filled you in briefly just a little bit about the um, the He Gets Us campaign, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in case you missed it, right? Uh, in, if, if, you, if you didn't see this, like Jimmy, um, He Gets Us was a campaign, an evangelism campaign, and uh, and it was a big one. Like a hundred million dollar campaign. It was a big, it is a big, big effort. And what they're doing with this evangelistic campaign is really the aim, I think, is to distance, put some distance between Jesus and the bad press that has come from some professing Christians and churches, you know, from the uh, Westboro Baptist, just to sort of like overly political, you know, churches, whatever. And, um, you know, what I've read about this, the people behind this say that they want people to encounter the Jesus of the Bible. Mm. That sounds good, right? Love it. Yeah, they, they, want come, they want people to get past the misrepresentation and the misunderstandings of Jesus that are prevalent in our culture. And uh, if you look at it, if you look at the stuff, like their, their videos, the website, the billboards, the commercials, mm. the YouTube... It's pretty well done. Mm. It looks, uh, it's very slick. <clears throat> yeah. That yeah. $100 million. Well, $100 million after, you know, payroll, overhead, comes down to what, 30 Uh Yeah, I... That sounds right, but I, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to say. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so this thing... This, Again, I've not read into it, so maybe they... <clears throat> maybe everyone's doing it for free. Yeah, I mean, it could have been... Uh, yeah, we, we don't know. Don't know. But... Uh, so this this is a big thing. It's all over the place. Um, you'll you'll see their big billboards and whatnot, like in Times Square. They're all over the place. They're in Vegas. Okay. Like uh, like one of the one of the billboards is like Jesus also went all in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Okay. Jimmy goes all in. <laughs> well, with his I, allotted with my spending allot- yes. allowance, my allowance. Um, <laughs> and typically, if I'm on tilt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not or never it's all or nothing oh uh, nothing <laughs> so you know who got you know who wanted to get involved they were invited to be a part of this mm, who's that want to guess uh oh it's got to be the guru of evangelism it's got to be the sensei 
of sermons. Nah, that's not right. I'm trying to think how to how do you how do you describe a set uh, a stetzer? Oh, uh, missional Yoda. There I don't you know. go. Missional Yoda. Uh, I don't know. Uh, missional guy. Missional ogre. Uh, no, no, more of a Yoda. Um, so yeah, it no, was, it's not Yoda. No, I know, but like y- y- ogre. Oh, yeah, like uh, ogre is like bad though. Oh, ogre is not good. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Wheaton College was 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 invited to be a part mm-hmm. of this. So that Ed Stetzer, um, North American Mission Board, gotcha. So they wanted the North American Mission Board to get involved, and really the aim uh, of, as I understand it, is in my reading of it, uh, what they want to do is they want to plug people into good churches. They want to plug people into reading the Bible, and a bunch of people have, as a result of this campaign, begun reading the Bible and and all that stuff. So, so Nam jumped on board and wants to mm. do promotion with it, mm. you know, and. Uh, and <laughs> so Kevin Azell, the president of the North American Mission Board, I think it was him, him and Ed were talking and they were, uh, and essentially the sentiment was like, some people are not going to like this. The people that like evangelism are going to like this campaign. The people that don't do evangelism are not going to like mm-hmm, this campaign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so people started looking into the campaign. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of, uh, some faults were found. Oh, oh. Now here's the thing. Okay. We didn't talk about this. Okay. No, we didn't. Who were the people who were critical about this campaign in the SBC? In the SBC. Who were critical about this? What group in the SBC would look at the North American Mission Board, what they're doing, and their partnership with this particular campaign after they've seen some problems, started making statements? I mean... uh uh, <laughs> you're gonna make me worry. Like, yeah, I would say it's some. Uh, um, I'm not gonna name people. No, is, is there an organization? Well, I, there's a, a group of uh, Baptists that might be looking to start their own, you know, denomination. The Cooperative Baptist Network. Yeah. Uh, issued a statement, and then other people uh, issued statements. And uh, by the way. Even though, like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Cooperative Baptist Network. It's mm-hmm. not really my thing. Uh, they were right. Yeah. They were right. Uh, I didn't look at, by the way, I didn't look at any of their stuff because I just I w- wasn't really on my radar. And then I saw it pop up briefly. And I was like, what is this? And then I saw people casually talking about it. But I didn't see any of these statements. And then one of our members was like, hey, man, you, have you looked into this? And I went, no. And they were like, well, a couple of people have talked about it. Like, I don't read those guys, but I'm going to look into it. So um, I looked into it. I went into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what I saw, if you go to the website, you know, it's a nice website. You search, you can search for stuff. So if you search for words like atonement, saved, uh, faith, repentance. Mm, what about, what about oh, zero, Jesus says God? Zero results for those. Zero. Zero. Zero results. Okay. Um, if you type of belief, you get a couple of articles, but it's, it's really nothing about mm. that. So... In the end, uh, on the website, for sure, there's nothing on atonement, how Jesus saves us by his death. In fact, the only reference that I saw about his death was that it teaches us to love, which is true. It does teach us to love, but it's much more than that, of course. Yeah. Nothing on forgiveness of sins, nothing on repentance, nothing on Jesus as God in the flesh, nothing on his perfection or the fulfillment of righteousness. Hmm. And I understand that they're trying to reach people that don't have any frame of reference. They're trying to reach people yeah. that don't understand these categories. But that doesn't mean that you neglect 
essential doctrines doctrines of our faith essential components of the gospel to do that you maybe you use different language maybe you explain it very simply Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and you're not going to hit everything I get that but like nothing on that stuff it was really weird what it did say it focused on the humanity or the human nature of Jesus but the statements were oftentimes confusing Mm. at best Mm. and sort of heretical uh, at least implicitly potentially um and then uh, Tom Buck entered the chat. Okay, okay. He, uh, <laughs> let's see. Hold on, let me, Tom Buck, sorry, put I, up a like tweet. I said, I haven't looked at. Let me get this. Okay, you, you got it. Yeah. Uh, update. I asked he gets us if they could help me find a transgender friendly church. They told me to fill out the form and they would help. I did just that, and sure enough, they connected me to a transgender friendly church. This morning, I received this email. So the email basically says, hey, we got your your, your message. Um, you know, uh, here you go. And uh, they, they directed him to one community. Now, of course, people are like, hey, man, you're pretending to be gay or transgender. Uh, like, no, he's not. He's asking, can you direct me to a... Yep. That he, he's not pretending. He, he did be. not pretend no, that he was. Yeah. Um, you know, or maybe there there is, there is a statement in there... Uh, where he talks about it, uh, in, I guess in, in the body of one of those forms that he filled out. So maybe a little bit of, maybe some of that is true. But the point here is, uh, uh, is that he's making this statement. This is what I'm mostly uh, noting. Uh, he's like, they're, they're pointing me to a transgender friendly church. And uh, I can't see anything at one community that, that shows that it is LGBTQ or trans friendly or trans affirming. I don't say anything about them affirming anything. Mm. Uh, friendly can mean a lot of things. Um, so I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to take that they're sending you to that church as that, that church being affirming of LGBTQ or uh, I just don't think that means it's trans friendly. No, it, it may be. I don't know. I don't yeah, know the yeah, church, yeah. but it's, it's, it is a leap at that point to say, oh, this is what that means then. Because all we know is that they pointed you to a church, regardless of what you said. And if somebody came to me and they were, if, so, if somebody came to you and they were like, hey, I got a friend and um, they're transgender. Mm-hmm. Uh, can they come to Redeemer? Would, yes. Would, would Redeemer be friendly to them? Yes. Okay. So there you go. So you're, it's, it's a trans-friendly church? Uh, we're friendly. Yeah. Trans-friendly? friendly (laughs) (laughs) we're everyone friendly we're everyone friendly but in the end of course we call all people to faith in christ to repentance of sin and that would include you know we've even talked about that from the uh, from up front right yeah like the that notion of you know uh we want to be loving we want to be loving non-believers we want to be uh getting to know them we want to be uh uh in their lives that we want them in our lives but we are going to share the gospel. Yeah. And that comes at, hey, this is what the truth of scripture says. So while I love you, this is, I've, I've had to deal with my sin. You need to be dealing with yours too. Right. Right. And so, you know, again, there, 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 there are going to be, you know, situations in, in a, a very small percentage of it, but there, there, there will be situations among some transgender people where there are, you know, biological anomalies and whatnot that make Mm. things very, very complicated. Um, Psychologically, of course, it's always complicated for people that are going through this. And I wouldn't pretend to understand all that they're going through. But 
what we do present to people is a life of faith and repentance and uh, a life of faith and repentance is conformity uh, to the will of God. Mm. And so, yeah, if somebody came in and they were having sex outside of marriage, then we would address that and we'd be like, yep. Hey man, this, this is yep. the way to go. That's not the way to go. The way you're going, this is the way to go. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but that was, you know, that was, like, it got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of play. So people start talking about it and um, Nam and Kevin Azell. Uh, had to write the I'm sorry letter uh, on October Ooh. 13th, 2022. Oh, um, we'll, we'll take turns reading this because it's a, it's not long, but it's a few paragraphs. All right, go ahead. I'll at, let you begin. At NAMB, it's all about the gospel. And I'm not mocking, by the way. I'm just trying to read it well. Ooh. At NAMB, it's all about the gospel. NAMB's goal is to equip churches with the resources necessary to reach North America with the gospel, to love those who do not know him and lead them to saving faith in Jesus Christ. Right on. Given the diverse population of our, of our continent, we're always looking for ways to reach every person in their unique context with relevant resources that are true to the gospel. The He Gets Us campaign invited NAM to involve Southern Baptist churches, along with several other denominations, interested in engaging people who have more questions and would like to connect with a local church. As this involved no NAM funding, the ads and materials were provided by the campaign. I saw this as an opportunity to connect more people to our churches who have questions about Jesus. Knowing that these ads will be seen by millions of people, we hoped to help Southern Baptists engage the opportunity from the conversations these ads will create. However, upon further consideration, the effort is too broad for us to directly connect with the campaign. In my desire to help our churches, I did less diligence than I should have, that's on me, and I apologize. Although NAM will not be involved, we will pray that the conversations begun by this campaign will lead to gospel-centered conversations and cause more to seek to learn more about Jesus. All right, so good on him. And cause many to seek to learn more about I Jesus. I wasn't going to call you out. Uh, it's important. Yeah. <laughs> I want to read it. But I do like uh, just that he had to say it, right? Yeah, I mean, listen. At this, at, at, uh, it, as this involved no NAM funding, yep. he made very clear on that one. Yeah. So okay. Good. And I think this is this is this is the right move. Um, I think this was good. And uh, l l let's just say this though: they're appealing. We we know like Wheaton College. Um, they're appealing to Southern Baptists uh, to plug people into our churches. That should tell you the fact that they want to plug these people into Southern Baptist churches at large. Mm -hmm. That this is not like some sort of like secret way of. Of taking over it's time our for the downgrade. I mean, it's like our churches are conservative. Yeah, we have some that that aren't, but yep. most of our churches are conservative theologically, right? They're theologically conservative, morally conservative. So, uh, in in the end, it's like I don't have a problem with people going to that website and going, "Hey, can I plug in to some churches?" And we're like, "Yeah, we'll plug you into our Southern Baptist churches. Here you go. Here's some churches in your area. Southern Baptist churches are all over. That's good." My my, my issue is is like I'm. It's it was such a weird way of of putting out information of Jesus that was slick, well done, and and addressed a lot of issues like you know saying things like hey you know Jesus didn't like the politics of his day like that's fine mm -hmm. and he didn't you know he he, he objected uh, to to some uh, of the politics of his day to the corruption for sure and so there there are elements there that are that are fine but when it never gets down to the person of Jesus mm. it's just really odd to me. Um, now, maybe there's stuff, you know, several steps down the road where they finally do, but for there to be nothing on the website, and I don't mean it has to be a four spiritual laws page or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But something. I mean, because some people aren't going to go past the website, so why not have gospel there? 
like actual gospel. I didn't say, I couldn't find any gospel mm. there. So could have, could have been me. I don't know. So Jimmy, th- this, this was something that went down. Um, and it's, it's, it's been, it looks like it's been resolved, uh, in terms of, you know, SBC controversy. Uh, what are some takeaways from this? What are some things that, uh, that we should be thinking about as, uh, as all this kind of settles? Well, I think we should, you know, always be thinking about, uh, really our theological positions, right? Having mm-hmm. a theological care and concern about having the gospel being center yeah, yeah. in like in sharing who we are about. Yeah. Like, theology matters. Theology matters. Like take ownership of that. Don't be embarrassed by it. Don't be afraid of it. Don't, I mean, I, I understand like the whole slick thing, right? Uh, at the same time, let's not bait and switch here. Yeah. Right. Let's be honest about who we are and what we believe and be that way from the the get-go yeah i think you know when you when you look historically at the the greatest evangelistic campaigns uh revivals you know whether you're talking about billy graham and his preaching or george whitfield and his preaching uh there were clear calls to faith and repentance and uh you know i i I think that is a a non-negotiable like that has to be a part of it yeah if if their intent was like that's not the point of our of our campaign our campaign is to plug them into churches that'll call them to faith and repentance okay fine but your content was at best unclear and confusing and at worst borderline heretical if not heretical so when it comes to the person of jesus so that that was made me uncomfortable you know as i saw it so this yeah i agree you theological precision not being annoying neatniks about you know mm. every little way that people speak you know casually, but ultimately yeah we got to be really careful with our theology and and gospel centrality. I mean you know the, the the good news is not that Jesus understands your suffering that's that or, or your or your frustration or your your brokenness or whatever that's a reality. God does Jesus does understand you and all that you're going through. The good news though is that he took your guilt upon himself, Mm. you know, and and that, and that our suffering as human beings is ultimately the consequence of sin. Now I didn't see much about, you know, personal sin in in, in that Mm -hmm. website either. So yeah, theological care and concern. I like that. Uh, I would say number two, pay attention to your churches or denominations partnerships. Yeah. Because they matter. You know, if you're, if your church is suddenly partnering with something, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I, I would hope that you would and could trust your leadership, but that doesn't mean you don't look at it. Like, yeah. let, me, let me see who we're partnering with. Oh, this is a new group. You know, we're going to... Yeah, what gonna are stick. they about? Yeah, okay. Let me let me read their stuff. Mm-hmm. Say what? Say, <laughs> <laughs> say, delete that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this. Then yeah. you go talk to your... You know, you go talk, and you can see here, like, you know, people said, enough people were like, hey, mm. don't like this. Mm. And I just, you know, like, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to understand how... Okay, so... If you now actually think, okay, it is too broad, it's not clear enough on the gospel, if you actually think that, and that's what we're pulling out, why didn't you see that before? Like, I don't understand, like, you don't have anybody in there, you're going to you're gonna jump in with this campaign and bring, you know, millions of SBCers potentially, you know, in alignment with it on some level, and you didn't look? Like, it's just, it's just strange. I don't know well, why. Well, I mean, I want to take him at his, at his word, right? Like, uh, you know, he didn't do his due diligence. Right, but why? Well, I mean, you got to think. It's it's of zero cost, right? It's at zero cost. Financially. Financially, right? It's a, you know, there's no financial commitment. Uh, I think for for them, that what they looked at was there's only upside. 
it's only helping connect people to our churches. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're the ones with the budget. They're the ones spending it. And like you said, they've done some things really, really well. But I, I still like the the theologian in me or just the pastor in me makes me go like, well, but I still wouldn't just say like, oh, they want to connect people to churches. Let's go. I'd want to know, like, what are they saying? I'd want to know, like, what, what are their affirmations? Do they have any? Mm-hmm. I would have looked. No, no, yeah, yeah, and I, I agree. And he, he even says, "I didn't do my due yeah. diligence." So that my question is, is well, okay, but so there was diligence to be done that you didn't do. Well, I just don't know why. And it, not that it, it's Kevin Isel. Kevin Isel isn't the guy that's going to be, you know, pouring over the pages of the website. No, no. But no. there, there's got, there's got to be theologians, right? That you have people that are on staff that are responsible. You would think, you would think, you know, but I mean, every church has done this. Oh, yeah. Maybe not to this degree. Sure. Uh, but every church has done it where they've gone all in on individuals, yeah, right? Like yeah, they, too quick. Too quick. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's true. They jump on uh, something so fast without waiting to see how does this really pan out. So it, the pastor at all of us has done this. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that probably uh, leads us to number three. Yeah, allow people to apologize and to change course. And, and don't be a jerk about it when they do. Yeah. Like, like okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, great. Yeah, That's praise all God. Yeah. Now we're on the page, all on the same page again. Oh, great. Cool. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I told you. Yeah. Wholesale change. Yeah. <laughs> Get them all out. When I, and when I ask the question. Let's bust people in to vote. Yeah, like, I don't. <laughs> right? <laughs> start yeah. our own denomination. Oh, they don't want to start their own. They want to take over this one. Mm. This one's got all the money. Um, but it's like, yeah, when, when people apologize, he said, I apologize. That's all right. Great. Yeah. That's big. This is me. Nobody else. Yep. It's on me. It's on me. I'm the, I'm the head of the organization. Yep. I'm not pointing at anybody else. I'm not saying, you know, this intern yep. that we hired. I'm really sorry, <laughs> but I we had an intern. They shouldn't have been taking care of it. Jonathan Howe, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he was all on him and he didn't, he didn't do it. It's like, come on, man. Like he, I love when people apologize, man, when people apologize, I'm good. Yeah. It means something. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. And then if, if they apologize poorly, it's not, if it's not a real apology, of course, yeah. if it's an insincere sort of a thing that you can tell, then it's different. Yep. But uh, yeah. So I think that's good. Number four takeaway. Uh, let's consider how we can do better reaching out to people that we're not reaching because like that's what this campaign is all about. How do we reach people that are disaffected, disenfranchised, or put off by the church because yep. of bad witness testimony or whatever? Mm. Um, how do we reach people that aren't interested in the gospel? And you know what are some connecting points that we can start with them? Yep. Oh yeah, you're frustrated by politics. Me too. Mm. Like me too. Uh, and then you you can transition from that into gospel. There are ways to do that. But how do we reach people? Obviously, it's not just having a lot of money and and slick marketing. Yep. Though that's helpful. That can be helpful to getting the message out. But you've got to hold fast to the gospel. So I think there's a challenge here. You know. Okay, we don't like the way they did it. Okay, so what are we gonna do? Yeah. Let, let's start let's not, let's not sit back and, and not do anything yeah. oh, I don't like how they're doing okay we're not doing that anymore good let's do nothing yeah. well, let's do something we gotta do something and each church our church can should consider like okay how can we be actively reaching yep. out evangelistically to more people well we'd love to hear your thoughts uh, you can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo if you want to uh, support the podcast and get exclusive commercial free content subscribe to Doctrine and Devotion all 
Access. All Access. All Access. Subscribers get free weekly devotional meditations Monday through Friday and the Banter of Truth podcast every Tuesday. To sign up, click the link on your podcast player for this episode that says support this podcast or head on over to doctrineanddevotion.com slash all access. Later. Later.